Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Too many of us confuse that the short-term impacts that we're having are producing long-term value or, conversely, having no short-term impact means we're having no value. So, for example, you can't go to the gym for nine hours and get into shape. It literally doesn't work, no matter how much effort you put in. But if you work out every single day for 20 minutes, guaranteed 100% you will get into shape. When will you get into shape? No clue. Over time. And everyone's different. Some people a little quicker, some people a little slower. And yet we are 100% sure it'll 100% work. I just don't know when. And we're also obsessed with predicting when. It has to be this quarter. It has to be the end of the year. It has to be when we pay taxes. And I got very comfortable saying, I know that if I stick to the process, I know 100% it's going to work. And I have to get comfortable that I have no control over when. And so the things that I wrote about in Start With One is the game plan that I have followed since I first wrote about it. The man you just heard was Simon Sinek talking about the fact that most people simply don't respect the process of achieving difficult goals. This lack of respect often tends to lead people to get impatient and make dumb, short-sighted decisions that ultimately take them even further away from the goal they set for themselves. And I gotta tell you, as soon as I saw this clip, I thought about you, the English learner. And I should actually say English learners. Because I'm thinking about all the people listening to this podcast, all the people who want to learn this fascinating language we call English. So many of you struggle with patience and consistency when it comes to learning English. You want to become fluent tomorrow. And at the same time, you only study when you feel like it. You're more worried about the results than the effort you make to get the results. You passively consume content online thinking that's going to improve your comprehension. You spend money on courses you don't need because it gives you a quick hit of dopamine and makes you feel like you're doing something to improve your English, but you never put the information into practice. You pay for classes and expect your teacher to learn the language for you. And when someone comes along with an effective learning method, the actual solution to your problem, you reject it because it requires you to make a real effort consistently over a period of years. So many of you misunderstand the concepts of short-term impacts 
and long-term value. So let's go back to the beginning of that clip so I can explain a few things and leave you with something to think about. Too many of us confuse that the short-term impacts that we're having are producing long-term value or conversely, having no short-term impact means we're having no value. Okay, so the main idea is we're confusing short-term impacts with long-term value. So just in case you don't know, short-term refers to the immediate actions or impacts or results that occur within a brief or short period of time, right? The next few days or the next few weeks, perhaps the next few months. Now, long-term is kind of like the opposite. It just refers to things, events, impacts, or results occurring over an extended period of time, right? It's something that involves many, many, many actions, consistent effort, and we're talking months or years or decades. That's long-term, right? So a lot of us confuse short-term impacts with long-term value. Many times we think if we're not seeing huge increases in our ability, huge amounts of progress in the next few days or weeks, then it's not working. We suck. We're dumb or this method doesn't work or I wasted my money. This is a waste of time. It's impossible. When that's really not the case. And he uses the perfect example of going to the gym. So let's, uh, let's hear that part. Let me play that again. no value. So for example, you can't go to the gym for nine hours and get into shape. It literally doesn't work, no matter how much effort you put in. Okay, you can't go to the gym for nine hours and get into shape. It's a very common thing to talk about when we're discussing physical fitness, right? Your physical health. To get into shape is a phrase that describes the process of improving your physical fitness, improving your physical health. Usually, through regular exercise and a balanced diet. So if you are overweight, you are not physically active, you can't run for more than 30 seconds, you can't do 50 push-ups or 50 sit-ups, you are probably out of shape. You are not in good physical condition. So to get into shape is the same thing as saying to get into good physical condition, right? You're gonna go to the gym a few times a week, you're gonna eat better food, natural foods, less processed foods, right? You're gonna be much more active so you can get into good shape get into good physical condition. So you can't go to the gym for nine hours one time and expect to get into shape. It literally does not work, no matter how much effort you put in. So the phrase no matter is very, very common in spoken English. And all it means is we're, we're basically saying that it, it's another way of saying it doesn't matter. So let me read that sentence again. Hold on. You can't go to the gym for nine hours and get into shape. It literally doesn't work, no matter how much effort you put in. So another way of saying that is it doesn't matter how much effort you put in. Independent of the amount of effort you put in, you literally cannot go to the gym for nine hours and expect to get into shape. It just doesn't work, no matter how much effort you put in, right? Hopefully that makes sense. Let me go back a few seconds and we'll continue. So for example, you can't go to the gym for nine hours and get into shape. It literally doesn't work, no matter how much effort you put in. But if you work out every single day for 20 minutes, guaranteed 100% you will get into shape. When will you get into shape? No clue. Over time. And everyone's different. When will you get into shape? No clue. Over time. Everyone's different, right? So when he says no clue, this is an expression that simply means I have no idea. It means you don't have knowledge about whatever it is we're discussing at the moment. So somebody asks you a question, say, hey, how long is it going to take me to learn English? Huh? 
I have no clue. No clue, man. I have no idea. It's impossible for me to know that. I just, I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. And then he says, over time. So when will you get into shape? No clue. Over time, right? Over time. So when he says over time, he's just literally saying over a particular period of time. We don't know the exact period of time. It could be weeks, months, years, or decades. But a significant amount of time is going to have to pass before you can get into shape. It's going to happen progressively. That's really what he's saying. When will I get into shape or when will I learn English? No clue, right? Just progressively over time. As time passes and you continue to put in consistent effort into the right things, you will learn. And one day you'll just wake up and bam, I speak English or bam, I'm in good shape. But it's not like anybody can tell you in the next six months, you will be in shape. In the next six months, you will speak English proficiently. That if anybody tells you that, they're lying to you, bro. Because it's impossible to know that, especially when we're talking about other people. Like I might be able to tell myself in six months, I'm going to do this and I make it happen. But how could another individual tell you how long it's going to take you to learn a new skill or to get into good physical condition? How could you, how could you possibly know that? You have no clue. It just happens over time. All right, let's continue. Guaranteed 100% you will get into shape. When will you get into shape? No clue. Over time. And everyone's different. Some people a little quicker, some people a little slower. And yet we are 100% sure. It'll 100% work. I just don't know when. And we're also obsessed with predicting when. It has to be this quarter. It has to be the end of the year. It has to be when we pay taxes. And okay, we're also obsessed with predicting when it's going to happen. So to be obsessed with something just means to be excessively fixated, excessively preoccupied with this particular thing or this activity or this result. So we are so fixated on when we're going to learn this language. How long is it going to take? How long before I become fluent? If I buy this course today, I need to know exactly how many days it will be before I wake up speaking English just like a native. We are so obsessed with that idea when it is impossible to know. It is impossible to predict how long it's going to take you to learn something complex like a spoken language. It's impossible. But as learners, many of us are obsessed with that. Why? Because we're more interested in the result than the effort we put in to get to the, to, to get to the result. And the next word I want to explain is predicting. He said we're so obsessed with predicting when we're going to reach this result. And so to predict something just means to to estimate something, to estimate a particular time or a particular result in reference to a future event. So you're basically forecasting or estimating what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. So if I predict how long it's going to take you to learn English, I'm basically saying my estimation is that it will take you X amount of months or years to learn. My prediction is that it will take you three years to reach an advanced level in English. I'm just estimating. I don't really know, but I'm just saying what I think is going to happen in the future. That's what it means to predict. So we're so obsessed with predicting how long it's going to take us to learn a language or how long it's going to take us to get in shape, how long it's going to take to get the result. All right, let's continue. And yet we are 100% sure it'll 100% work. I just don't know when. And we're also obsessed with predicting when. It has to be this quarter. It has to be the end of the year. It has to be when we pay taxes. And I got very comfortable saying, I know that if I stick to the process, 
I know 100% it's going to work, and I have to get comfortable that I have no control over when. Okay. I got very comfortable saying, I know that if I stick to the process, I know 100% it's going to work. It's going to work if I just stick to the process. And that's what I want to explain. To stick to something, in this case, the process, it just means to persist, to continue with the plan or the actions or the strategies, even if it gets difficult, even if it gets challenging, you just stick. Some people will say stick to it. Other people will say stick with it. To me, they're the same exact thing. So say whichever one is easier for you. But if you just stick with something long enough to get the result, it's going to work 100%. Just stick with the process, even if it gets challenging, even if it takes longer than you would like. If you just stick to the process, you will achieve the result. That's the idea. Let me play it again. To be this quarter, it has to be the end of the year. It has to be when we pay taxes. And I got very comfortable saying, I know that if I stick to the process, I know 100% it's going to work. And I have to get comfortable that I have no control over when. And so the things that I wrote about in Start With One is the game plan that I have followed since I first wrote about it. So the last thing he said was the things I wrote about in Start With Why, which is the title of his book. So the things I wrote about when I wrote my book, (laughs) the things I wrote about when I wrote my book, the things I wrote about in my book are the game plan that I have followed since I first wrote about it. So game plan is just like, it just means plan of action. Whatever your game plan is, that's the strategy or the plan that you've created to achieve your desired result. So the things he wrote about in his book till this day function as his game plan for achieving his goals, his strategy, his plan of action. That's the idea. So now that we have reached the end of the clip, I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. Just one more time. Play it from start to finish and we'll see how much more you can understand. All right, let's do it. Too many of us confuse that the short-term impacts that we're having are producing long-term value, or conversely, having no short-term impact means we're having no value. So for example, you can't go to the gym for nine hours and get into shape. It literally doesn't work, no matter how much effort you put in. But if you work out every single day for 20 minutes, guaranteed 100% you will get into shape. When will you get into shape? No clue, over time. And everyone's different. Some people a little quicker, some people a little slower. And yet we are 100% sure it'll 100% work. I just don't know when. And we're also obsessed with predicting when. It has to be this quarter. It has to be the end of the year. It has to be when we pay taxes. And I got very comfortable saying, I know that if I stick to the process, I know 100% it's going to work. And I have to get comfortable that I have no control over when. And so the things that I wrote about in Start With One is the game plan that I have followed since I first wrote about it. All right, my friend, how was it the second time around? I sincerely hope that it was much easier for you to understand. But the beautiful thing about podcasts is you can listen to them as many times as you want. So if it was still a little bit challenging, remember, you can always go back, listen to it again and again and again until each and every word becomes crystal clear in your mind. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually very beneficial. So don't feel bad if that's what you need to do. But now let's talk about the main takeaways from this clip, because this topic is so important not just for people learning English, but people trying to achieve anything in life, because the cliche, nothing good comes easy, is 100% true. So true, in fact, that we overlook it as absolute truth. I mean, it's just nothing worth having comes easy and no skill comes 
easy. It's just it's not going to be easy for you to learn something complex like spoken language. It just doesn't it doesn't work like that. Maybe some people are born with the talent for learning languages, but those are few and far between, man. It is normal that it takes you a while to learn a new skill. So maybe we've just been accustomed to everything being instant in the digital age, but the reality is your brain is not a machine. It is not a computer. It does not run on lines of code that execute automatically. It just doesn't work like that. And everyone's different, you know? So anyway, let's get into these main takeaways and then we'll get out of here. So the first one, short-term impacts do not necessarily equate to long-term value. And similarly, a lack of short-term impact does not indicate a lack of value. Now, what exactly does this mean? It means that just because you buy, let's just use an example, just because you buy an English course and it's going to teach you, let's say 500 phrasal verbs or 30 idioms or grammar about this or that. Okay. You finished the course and now you have been exposed to these 500 words, short-term impact achieved. But does that necessarily mean that over the long term it's going to help you speak and communicate better? Not necessarily. Because at the end of the day, you're just consuming information in the short term. That does not equate to long-term value. Just because you've consumed all these words and phrases doesn't mean you're going to remember them and then be able to use them naturally in a conversation with another human being. And similarly, just because you're not seeing huge amounts of progress today or tomorrow or next week doesn't mean that over the long term you're not going to see a huge amount of progress and that's the issue right is because when we don't see something we don't believe something so if we're trying to practice language every single day an hour a day let's say and after three weeks we don't feel like we've made any significant progress we're like man this is so hard i must be stupid i must be using the wrong method something is clearly wrong and that's not necessarily the case. Just because you're not seeing huge impacts today or next week or next month doesn't mean you're not making progress. You just can't see it yet. Again, this is a long-term game. It's a long-term game. So sometimes you have to zoom out and look at the big picture and stop focusing so much on the day-to-day. You can't expect to make progress every single day. What you can also not expect is to make progress if you're not practicing every single day. That's the irony is you won't see the progress every day, but you have to keep going in spite of that fact. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you don't feel the progress doesn't mean you're not making it. So short-term impact and long-term value are not the same thing. You must remember that when you're trying to learn English or learn how to code or get into shape or whatever it is, whatever it is, you have to remember if I just stick to the process, and I practice every day, if I focus on the right things, if I stop wasting time, I will improve. Guaranteed, 100%. But if every day you're more focused on wasting time on social media or complaining about how hard this shit is or doing everything except what you know you should be doing, three, six, nine, 12 months from now, you're going to wake up and be like, God damn, I haven't made any progress. And you're most likely going to blame it on all these external sources when it's just you, bro. It's just you. You are in control of your destiny, especially when it comes to learning. We're not talking about becoming a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? We're just talking about learning a skill, learning how to speak a language. You are in control of your own destiny and you get out of the process what you put into the process. So there's no way that if you keep putting in effort every single day, you're not going to get extreme amounts of value 
out of that process. It just might take longer than you would like it to, but it will happen. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The next takeaway. Achieving long-term goals, such as getting into shape, requires consistent effort over time rather than intense short-term execution. I was kind of just talking about this. And it's the same thing with learning a language. Getting in shape and learning a language to me are more or less the same because your brain is also a muscle. So you can think about it like going to the gym. And like Simon said in the video, you cannot expect to go to the gym one time for nine hours and then magically just get into shape. The same way you cannot expect to practice your English one time for nine hours and expect to be fluent. It just doesn't work like that. It could be as little as 20 minutes a day. Preferably an hour, but it could be 20, 30 minutes, but every single day. And you start to develop that muscle, that mental muscle, that mental memory every single day. Because if you're just focused on short, intense bursts of effort, and then super long periods of time where you do nothing, you are going to forget everything you did during that short, intense amount of time. It's just the way it is. To form a habit, you have to do it consistently. And so if you want to train yourself to think in English, guess what? You got to think in English every day. Every day. You can't miss a single day. And there's nothing stopping you from doing that except excuses. If it's truly important, whether you got to set reminders on your phone, put sticky notes on the fucking wall, whatever you got to do, if it's truly important, you will make sure you do it every day. Every single day. The same thing with getting in shape. If you go to the gym once a week for the next six months, how much progress do you think you're going to make? How much weight do you think you're going to lose? How much muscle are we talking about building here? Right? And this is intuitive. We all know this. If I'm fat and I want to get in shape, I need to go to the gym three, four, or five times a week. I need to stop eating so much grease and fat and processed sugar and eat lean meats, grains, fish, salad, vegetables, fruits, drink tons of water. We know this. But for some reason, when it comes to learning a language, it's like, no, I need the fastest, easiest, cheapest solution. And then six months later, you're like, damn, what the fuck is going on? Why am I not making progress? What the hell is going on here? I believed everything they said on the social media, on the advertisement that I saw. He said 90 days. It's been 90 days. What the fuck is going on? It's because it doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. A long-term goal requires long-term effort. Consistent effort over a long period of time. That's just the way it is. Number three. The timing of achieving long-term goals can vary greatly from person to person, and it's not possible to predict with certainty. This is another super important one. You might have heard somewhere in the past that comparison is the thief of joy. Let me say that again. It came out weird. 
You might have heard somewhere at some time that comparison is the thief of joy, meaning comparing yourself to other people is the easiest and quickest way to make yourself feel like shit. Because for some reason, we all know that we're different. We have different qualities and talents and some things are easier for me. Some things are easier for you. It's just the way it is. We're all the same, but we're all different, right? And so when it comes to learning English, for example, people really get discouraged when they see somebody who in nine months reached an intermediate level. In less than two years, they're speaking at an advanced level. Then they look at themselves and it's been two years and they still have trouble using phrasal verbs and they can't maintain a conversation for more than 20 minutes. They still can understand natives like they want to. And they think, damn, something must be wrong with me. I must be dumb. How is it so easy for her and so hard for me? But you have to remember, everybody's different, bro. Things that are easy for you might be hard for other people and vice versa. So you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people when it comes to learning new skills. It just doesn't make sense. It's impossible to predict how long it's going to take you or me or anybody else. And for some people, it's shorter. For some people, it's longer. It's just the way it is. So you have to accept that and just stick to the process. Stop focusing on other people's progress. Put all your focus on yours and you'll progress much faster. You see what I'm saying? All right. And speaking of predicting how long it's going to take, there's a common tendency to be obsessed with predicting when we'll achieve these long-term goals, which can lead to unnecessary stress and pressure. Because if you tell yourself, I have to learn in the next 90 days, the next six months or the next year, what happens when you don't do that? It's only going to generate negative emotion. You're only going to feel worse. It's like, God damn it, I failed. It's not working. What the fuck? Right? But you don't need to put time limits on yourself. Learning a language is something like a lifestyle. You have to live it. If you want to learn English, you have to live your life in English. And it's not like you have to do this for the next six months or the next year, the next two years. You just do it forever. It never stops. Because even if you reach an advanced level in English after, let's say, three years, and you stop speaking English for the next three years, you are going to forget the majority of everything you learned. It's just the way it is. So there's no reason to be obsessed with saying it's going to happen in six months. It's going to happen in nine months. It's going to happen in three years because that just puts, like I said, unnecessary pressure on yourself. And now you feel I have to get it done by this time. And what does that do psychologically? It just makes it an obligation. And we don't like feeling obligated, right? We don't like when we're at work and your boss makes you do something that you don't want to do. It's like, fuck, but I have to do it, right? I have to get up at this time and go to this place and stay there that long and do this shit. We don't like obligations. And so when you tell yourself, I have to do it by this time, you've now made it an obligation. Unnecessarily. Nobody's forcing you to do that. You choose to do that to yourself. And there's no reason to do that, you know? No reason to predict the future. You just need to believe have a little bit of faith that I will reach that goal in the future as long as I do what I'm supposed to do today, tomorrow, the next day, and the next day. It's a marathon, bro. It's not a sprint. So forget about how long it's supposed to take and understand that it's going to take as long as it needs to take. And the more time you waste obsessing over how long it's going to take, how much progress other people are making, what's the easiest, cheapest, or fastest way you're only making the process longer. You're only making it harder. Just focus on what you can control. Put in the fucking work and let the rest take care of itself. That's my recommendation to you. Which leads me to the next point. Being comfortable with uncertainty 
and just understanding that if you stick to the process, you will achieve your long-term goals. It's got to be uncomfortable with being uncertain. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that if I do the right things, it's going to happen. That's all you need to know when it comes to learning a language or any other skill. The key to success is sticking to the process. It's all about the process. And you know this, man. You know this. I don't know why we treat language differently from any other skill, because I know if I want to learn how to play football, I have to practice regularly with other football players. I want to learn how to paint. I need to paint regularly, take inspiration from other great painters, watch videos on YouTube, join a Discord server to talk about techniques and shit like that. And I just have to do it consistently. And I don't know if I've ever heard somebody say, I need to learn how to be an advanced painter in the next nine months. I need to be a master football player in the next year. Like, no, bro, I want to play football. I want to be good. So I'm going to play and play and keep playing and keep playing. And every time I do it, I get a little bit better and I want to do it. So as I'm doing it and getting better, it becomes more fun, which gives me even more desire to do it. But if I'm so obsessed with buying courses and quick and easy solutions. And every time I go out and it doesn't go exactly the way I want to, I feel like shit, say it's not working. This is taking too long. I suck. I'm only increasing the chances that I quit. And I'm certainly increasing, not to chance, but I'm making it certain that it's going to be harder than it needs to be. So just sticking to the process is more than enough. The rest you can't control. So just accept it. And finally, One of the most important things is having a clear game plan or strategy, like Simon said in the video. Because I can say stick to the process and everything will be fine. But if you don't have a process, you don't really know where to start or where to go. You know what I mean? So I think having a plan is super important. The good news for you is when it comes to learning anything, but especially language, there are so many resources, many of them free, that can give you a game plan or a guide or a strategy that you can implement to learn the language. And to be honest, I can give it to you right now in its simplest form. You ready for this? You read, you write, you listen, and you speak every single day. In its simplest form, that is the strategy for learning any language you want to learn. Now, of course, you're going to choose different teachers depending on the personalities that you like or identify with. You might prefer reading more books. Some people love listening to podcasts. Other people like TV series. But the point is, you read, write, listen, and speak every single day. It is not complicated. The same way it wasn't complicated when you learned your first language. You didn't even think about it. You didn't even realize you were learning a language until somebody told you the name of your native language and that other languages exist. You had no idea. You think a six-year-old understands the difference between English and Japanese? Of course not. They don't even understand, they can't even comprehend the, the concept of language. You see what I'm saying? So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is like, you don't have to overcomplicate things. It is very simple. The more time you waste looking for secret hacks and tips and methods, downloading bullshit ebooks that promise you the secret all my super secret revolutionary tips or this course that's going to blah, 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 and fucking blah, blah, blah. It's a waste of time. Certainly a waste of money. You know how to learn a language. You just don't want to put in the work. But you know how to do it, bro. You've already done it. (laughs) And you ain't even tried. You just did it. You were around the language all the time. Human beings imitate other human beings. So if everybody's speaking this language, you're going to speak it too. 
And you might say, well, but Tony, I'm not in an English speaking country. And that's fair, my friend. That is a fair point. But you have the internet. You got access to videos, movies, TV series, podcasts, blog articles, books, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, etc. There is no lack of exposure to the language. If you want it, it's out there. You just got to go get it. So it's a fair point, but it's not an excuse. You see what I'm saying? You can get exposed to the language. You can involve the language in your life every day, even if it's not all day. 30 minutes a day, every day is better than three hours once a week. And you got 30 minutes, bro. You're listening to this podcast, so I know you got 30 minutes. You're probably on social media multiple times a day. I know you got 30 minutes. So don't give me that shit, bro. The tools are out there. The resources are out there. The people are out there. But the effort, the consistency, the motivation, the discipline is in there. When I say in there, I mean inside of you. Nobody can give that to you and you cannot buy that. You understand? So, it's just something to think about, man. You can reach any goal you set your mind to. As long as you have a game plan and you stick to the process. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.